Just Maybe I should put the chicken costume on again. That always works. You know, it's always good to pull that emergency shirt. <laughs> um, okay, <clears throat> so let's uh, begin our episode. Are you ready? Uh, I think so. You want to count me down? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because this isn't the episode, but you should keep <laughs> this in. Hey, this is Christina, Girl Draws Ghosts on Twitter. And this is Michelle Guido. Hey, Guido on Twitter. And this is she versus she. I'm drinking a, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a White Claw. Very nice. I did not go so fancy. I'm drinking a Bud Light. What? Oh, like at least get a Miller White. What the fuck? Wow. Okay. So right out of the gate, let's fight. <laughs> no, no I, 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 listen, when it comes to drinking, I don't actually drink a lot. I usually just partake in the green more, but, um, so I'm, I'm very like baseline. Like I'm not fancy. You might fit in with the fucking Bigfoot hunters if you're drinking a Bud Light. Oh, I can drink some fucking Bigfoot hunters under the table. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll rely. I'll rely on my fucked up jeans for that. Don't worry about that. I'm pretty sure that's all they drink. Oh. Well, I mean, that's the best chance of seeing Bigfoot is, you know, just opening your third eye as wide as possible. Um, so. It, uh, I was going to ask, how's your week been? But we've it's only been like three days since we last recorded. So it's the last X amount of days of your life been? I have just been working because I'm going out of town for a week. So I've been just trying to like bulk film basically. So kind of exhausting, but it is what it is. That's a huge part of that that uh, a lot of people don't really think about is when you have such a regular content schedule like you do that anytime you have to take any, you know, deviation from your regular schedule, you have to like front load a lot of work. I think people don't really think about that. No, it yeah, it's hard. I feel like I can't take any days off. If I take days off, I lose money. So that's yeah, so it, well, I mean, credit to you where it's due. I mean, you put in the work and that's how you get the results. So, you know continue to do it keep up with it you know excellent work being a responsible adult thank you and how has your last three days been not as productive (laughs) uh uh, it's been okay i've it's been a little bit up and down um i tweeted about it but you know just to kind of like because it's probably the way that this show works is that all of our perceived flaws and character blind spots become massive amounts of content for the show um I, it is seeming very likely that I may possibly be BPD. And, and so that's kind of like a adventure that I'm sliding into. I have a pretty optimistic viewpoint about it. It's not something that I consider to be like terrifying because I've gone through so much mental health stuff already, but you know, I did assessments and stuff like that. And given my family history and given a lot of the stuff that I've had to go through, you know, over the past couple of years, it just, uh, it seems like that's the direction things are going in, but I'm treating it optimistically because I think any information is good information when it comes to mental health. So I'm choosing to treat the likely burgeoning possibility that this is actually going to be true. And, and I'm hopefully by the end of the week, I'll have confirmation one way or another, but, um, I'm treating it as a chance to evolve and become a better person. And uh, I just, you know, since I have the floor here, if you have anything that, if you have anything that uh, is maybe in the back of your mind in terms of mental health, you know, um, I know that that can be scary. I've gone through many different loops when it comes to that. But just remember that the more you know about yourself, the safer you can be to yourself. And, you know, the more peaceful you can hopefully be in the rest of your life. So, 
that's where I'm just, you know, absorbing it all, kicking back with my Bud Light. And uh, yeah, just kind of like going to try to, you know, vibe out on the show tonight and then just chill for the rest of the night and just take it easy. Well, I'm glad to hear that you are taking it very positively and seeing it as a positive direction to better yourself. Because, I mean, you know, the more information we get, uh, the more, you know, the better we can do with our mental health. When we don't know what, you know, our diagnoses are kind of like the different ways that certain things affect us or how to properly cope with them, you know, we are held back. And I know that sometimes it's rough when we get diagnosed with something new, like in it. And that's valid. If, if somebody is diagnosed with whether it be BPD or, or what it be, and, and, you know, you take it hard, that's valid. And you, you are allowed to do that. But I late later in life, I have taken it more positively myself because then I kind of feel like, all right, we have a plan and mm-hmm. maybe I can navigate as a fucking human being in society a little better because now I can, you know, maybe get the kind of therapy that would actually be beneficial to me, unlike some of the therapy that I got, you know, maybe when I was misdiagnosed or not diagnosed. So I really do like that take. And, you know, while mental health is hard and however anybody feels about it is valid, I do think that, you know, taking it like that and looking at it, it's like now, you know, you might be able to live a more positive life because you have the resources is always a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that I definitely subscribe to is, you know, and again, like, as you mentioned, this isn't me saying that this is the right way to do it. Everybody's going to have their own reaction to any kind of diagnosis. And it's okay to have whatever reaction you have, just feel what you feel. Um, But I mean, for me, honestly, I think that being trans actually on how I treat mental illness, specifically for one fact that I think maybe a lot of people don't think about, and this is kind of more directed at cis people uh, in terms of a place of like, try to hear what I'm saying here. <clears throat> I, uh, I knew I was trans like when I was 12 years old, right? Mm-hmm. So, but I suppressed that for a lot of different factors, family, society, time, you know, like, uh, different things that, that played into it, but I, I pushed it down very far for a long time. And the thing is, it cost time. It cost me a lot of time. And in any kind of like aspect to yourself, and this isn't to equate being trans as being mentally ill, because of course that's not the, that's not it. But <laughs> it is to say that if there's anything about yourself that you know you're choosing to look away from, other than having to engage with and possibly figure out a way to navigate. All that is doing is anchoring you. <laughs> Jesus, they're firing off fireworks. And I thought this <laughs> I <heard> done. <laughs> okay. All right. America, Midwest. Um, <laughs> but I was saying, what I was saying is <laughs> great. You know, hey, that's fine. Uh, I, I'm just going to drink my Bud Light. But, you know, my point being is that I know it, c- it can cost you to like not engage with aspects of yourself, even if they're sometimes scary to engage with. So, I, you know, I, I don't want to spend 30 years not dealing with this. I want to spend, you know, I, I want to start dealing with it and I want to power my way through it and have a way to make my life better get folded into as opposed to trying to resist it is, you know, that's how I'm looking at it. So it's a big macro level thing just from personal experience. So if you're, if you've got questions about yourself, either way, no matter what it is, I think recognize that it's very easy to lose time and that's a resource you can never get back yeah, I, I completely agree. This episode is going to be our a special question 
Um, you know, we did just film a few days ago, so uh, we didn't really have time to, you know, put together an extensive episode. And we did say we wanted to do a anonymous question episode. So I'm going out of town. Just felt right to do it now because it just, you know, we just can pull them up and let's have a drink and let's kind of go, you know. Exactly. This is just us sitting on the beach and in chairs and just with our big floppy hats, drinking our alcoholic beverages and answering anonymous questions from people on the internet. <laughs> and it, it kind of is a little funny to see what people want to see when, like, we can't yell at them. <laughs> it is. It was such like, like, okay. So real talk. Like, I, I even told you, I was like, fucking good. And then, like, you sent me a second batch. I was like, <laughs> some of them were pretty good. I was like, oh, okay. The later, the later in the day it gets, some of yeah. them. Are getting- yeah, after 6 p.m. when y'all started to kick the shoes off, that's when the questions started to turn real fucking weird. Uh, all right, so this is our first anonymous question. What are your favorite sex toys for solo play? Um, I like the wand. The wand? I am a big fan of the Love Ends Hush. Uh, I didn't own any sex toys before transition, and that was kind of like just getting a whole bunch of new stuff for Christmas. I just ordered the, I've never tried it, but I've heard so many good things about the rose and I have yet to try it. I did order it though. And I'm excited. It, it's not very expensive. So in my brain, I'm like, there's no way this is as good as everybody says. Cause I think it was like 40 bucks, but oh, wow. we'll, see. we'll see. I don't know. My wrong yeah. wand was like 120. So see, I want to get a wand. I want to get a wand. I just don't have wand money, which is <laughs> my story in my life, but I want to, I want to get a wand. I recommend the Love Ends Hush. It's very cool. It has one of those programmable settings where you can set it to music. I have I have a couple Love Ends things. I don't have the Hush. I have a couple uh, things. You can set them to like somebody's phone, right? And they can. Yeah. That... Yeah. It, it's it, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a yeah. Uh, technology is so fascinating, isn't it? It really is. I have like a little thing on one of mine. I have like a vibrator from them and you can like, there's a little thing to like put it in your panties. So you could have somebody like uh, fucking making it go from their phone while it's in your underwear. And that's, that's the way to take in eating at Arby's to the next level. Eating at my Arby's. Between my <laughs> legs. <laughs> We're killing it. We're killing it. We're back, baby. I'm drunk. All right. Right. It's fine. No, this is good. Arby's chat. I love it. Let's see. Um, is Guido going to come out as non-binary? I am going. I am a lizard man. <laughs> You're li- <laughs> yeah, I, I, I respect. I respect the truth, and it is something that I've suspected for a while. So I'm glad to hear that you finally came out. Uh, <laughs> you're you're, you're a reptilian. Friend. You're a reptilian. That's good. That's good to know. <laughs> I am. Uh, on a serious note, I am not non-binary. Uh, you know, I'm not going to get it, into it that much on this episode. So we're trying to be lighthearted, but you know, I'm not <laughs> non-binary. I don't know why people keep throwing this at me. I think it's because I don't fit into a gender norm box but like what is that saying you guys are you guys are trying to define womanhood into like a box you can't define it into a box guys yeah I, I never ever ever try to assign an identity to somebody that's like the most like regressive thing you can do if you consider yourself an ally or somebody who has positive energy for the community or even if you're in the community what are you doing don't do that to people they're like when is guido like they're all waiting for me <laughs> they're waiting they've got the 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 champagne ready and the lights are <laughs> off and they're just waiting for you to walk through the door it's never gonna happen, guys. You can you can quote me here if it does. It's not gonna happen. Nope. The only uh, way that's happening is you're gonna crash through the bay window like a velociraptor. 
I am a non-gender conforming woman, god damn it. And sometimes on Sundays, Sunday right, I am a lizard man. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's exactly across the board what you are. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm so happy that uh, we were all here and privileged to hear you accept your lizardhood. <laughs> no, that's not lizard. <laughs> that's that's definitely a bug, but you'll get there. Hey, What's listen. What's a lizard sound? I don't know, but listen, I, I want to hear your rendition of a lizard sound. Uh, my my rendition of a lizard sound? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. That's H-E-2-Y's as in, hey, Guido. <laughs> oh, my God. That was good, actually. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That should be the design. It should be a lizard sticking his tongue out, and then it should be, hey, Guido, on his tongue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this podcast is hosted by a trans woman and a fucking <laughs> lizard. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's, that's good stuff. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna um, keep drinking. Do it. That's what I'm doing. Um, okay, so I'll go to mine. Uh, just very curious. No fetish motive. Qu- uh, exclamation point. Thank you. Uh, see, do you use your penis during sex or n- ignore it's there? Uh, does using it cause dysphoria? Using it does not cause dysphoria. I do not have genital dysphoria. Um, do I use it during sex? Goddamn right, I do. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, that with no disrespect to anybody that does have gender dysphoria or um, based dysphoria, uh, I don't have anything like that. Um, my dysphoria is more focused on like an existential, what is wrong with me on a fundamental level and why am I not what I want to be? Uh, but it's not really like hyper-focused on anything like that. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a huge misconception about like trans women. Everything works functionally as it should. The only thing is it doesn't quite have the same you know, jazz hands at the end because I've been on HRT for almost three years now. So, or over three years. So, but everything works. It's all working. It's all good. I, <laughs> I got no complaints. Um, you did a check just last night to make sure. Oh, I check it every night. It's important to keep <laughs> up. Your, it's important. And sometimes, you know, you know, during the day when I have a couple hours to kill, but uh, yeah, it's uh, everything works. A okay. And thank you. Uh, thank you for clarifying that this. <laughs> This isn't fetish motivated. <laughs> I mean, they probably listened to what our last episode, the episode before, and they were like, I want to clarify. Yeah, that's probably fair. But yeah, yeah. but I think some trans women do use it and some trans women don't, correct? Which is completely fine. There are people that do have uh, dysphoria that are focused that is focused primarily on genitals or not even, even primarily. And it's completely okay to use alternative means. I know that there are trans women out there that have a discomfort about using their genitals but are okay with using strap-ons and that's completely valid too whatever makes you feel comfortable and you know if if you're in a healthy relationship whatever makes you feel comfortable should be more than addressable by your partner or partners and uh yeah i mean that that's kind of the thing is whatever works for you is works for you there are a lot of misconceptions about it you know mostly because of the just the sheer volume of trans porn being a lot of people's first introduction to trans sexuality um but uh, yeah, I mean, whatever works for you. Like, if you do have uh, genital uh, dysphoria, like genital focus dysphoria, that's completely valid. It's just not something like I like. I've often described it where like I don't have revulsion. I just sort of have apathy. Like I'm just mm-hmm. kind of like, all right, this is just. I see it. <laughs> I I see it much in the same way as like my foot. It is simply there. It is a thing that I use for, you know, to to do things. And then that is kind of it for me. Um, it's it's much more like. It doesn't, it, uh, yeah, it doesn't like, 
uh, inhibit me from from being able to to be intimate. So, ah, uh, I mean, I will say as a cis person, my ignorance. I did think that most trans women didn't use theirs, so I'm learning something. See, today. there you go. No, I mean, it's it's it, it's a very complex. Uh, gender dysphoria is is very complex and it can be hyper focused on different things i i get hyper focused about my hairline that's like a big thing <laughs> that fucks me up a lot is my hair um that's like a hyper focus uh for me um my butt is weird i think i have a weird looking butt but uh yeah like it <clears throat> people have different things that they focus on and they're all valid and it, it's important to be what others are going through which you know is kind of like i think a general theme on this episode already but um but yeah like not for me like i'm, I'm good to go i'm, I'm ready to rock <laughs> are you ready to go to pound town i'm, I'm ready to go to pound town 24 by 7 my friend <laughs> i don't like when people stick things in my butthole personally so it's all up to like you know everybody <laughs> teach their own mm-hmm. that's correct <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the well i don't like when people stick things up my butthole either i like when there's conversation I, i'm not somebody that's you know looking to have that just sprung on me <laughs> uh, <laughs> <ooh>. <laughs> how many white claws are you <laughs> well my third um right, I'm on my second bud lights so let's keep going so now that we have determined that I am a lizard man and yeah, my dick works, <laughs> it says, has anybody where you live ever recognized you from OnlyFans? So um, nobody has admitted it, but there has been a couple of times that I pretty I, they I don't know why they were staring at me the way they are. I, I've gotten the vibe. Um, there are people that I, I know I haven't seen them since but i know from my past life my past life when i die and come back um but you know like my younger life um that have subscribed and chosen to use their full name which i don't really understand but on uh on OnlyFans. yeah you know you can choose any name you want when you subscribe to somebody only fans is like the one place where it's like okay to be like big dick six nine four twenty exactly but they wanted me to know who they were <laughs> um, so there's there's some of that in my life like you know a lot of people went to high school with me i've subscribed but oh, nobody has oh. approached me i don't know how i would feel if somebody did approach me like if you notice me in public you can say hi but like don't you know if you want to say hi you want to come up whatever don't come up and be like i like your nudes or something like that like don't like make it weird <laughs> like don't specify that you just like know me from only fans or like you like my work like you know just act like you know me from the internet and that's fine to say hi i get people that ask me like if i ever saw you in person could i say hi that's fine but don't be weird because i probably have my husband with me and he probably doesn't want to listen to you talk about my nakedness also i don't because i am way more awkward in person than i am on the internet and i will run away screaming that is absolutely true (laughs) Uh, but uh it's true that i'm way more awkward in person oh everybody is i'm yes you i am People think that we're cool. I don't understand that in real life we're just like, you know, like hairless cats, <laughs> just like constantly shuddering. Um, uh, I don't have OnlyFans, so I've never been recognized from OnlyFans, but I have been recognized. Nobody's come up and said anything to me. I've had people DM me kind of being like, was this you? Like, or were you here? And I was like, oh, yeah. Um, but uh, my approach is the same thing. If you recognize me, you can come up and say hi um 
I'm, you know, I'm, don't be, don't be weird. Don't be threatening, but I'm always down to meet people. Um, I'm shorter than you probably think. You are. (laughs) (laughs) A lot short. Like even when people are like five, three, okay. But then they see me and they're like, oh, wow. Okay. Um, And, uh, (laughs) uh, you know, just understand that, like, I may not want to talk to you, but that's fine. (laughs) But I'm I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of being, I'm joking a little but like, yeah, come up and introduce yourself. If it just don't be weird. Don't be creepy. Don't, you know. I might it depends so if I'm like in a disassociative mood or like I it might come off like I am not interested in you at all so that's always my fear if somebody's going to come up to me it's just going to be a weird anxiety thing that I'm having at that time or I'm dissociating at that time and then they're going to fucking go on the internet and be like this bitch was a that (laughs) that we're only human and we do have a lot going on so if you do if you're like hey that's Christina I'm going to go say hi, and then, you know, I just cat hiss at you. Just know that that's kind of damn happening. <laughs> you cat hiss at them. When I met you, I was wearing a chicken nugget necklace, remember? I do remember. I <laughs> I do remember. <laughs> and it was good look. It was a good look. I, I think you should wear it more often. I was wearing your Pride Fighter shirt as well. Thank you. That is true. It was a very good, like, combination of brands. I am a fangirl. I appreciate that so much. I, I, I love when everybody, uh, anybody reps my stuff. It's cool. Like, I don't even like see it as like, uh, oh yeah, I'm so awesome. It's just like, man, that's really fucking cool. When I was, uh, when I was young, the only thing I really wanted to do was make art that other people could engage in. So seeing people do that shit, like actually fulfills me on like a personal level. I just want you to wear a shirt with my face on it and a bunch of little faces. Send it. Fucking send it. <laughs> if you I, if you send me a shirt with just your face on it, I'll I fucking promise you I'll take a picture of it and post it on Twitter. <laughs> it's gonna be little faces all around my big face. I'm gonna have big yeah, faces just yes, faces. just like a like a kaleidoscope of your face. <laughs> Do it. Send it. Oh, uh, all right, your okay. turn. Okay. Uh, do y'all ever plan on doing a video version of the podcast? We do. We do. That's it. <laughs> like, like <laughs> it, it, it's like to be announced, but we have some ideas percolating about doing like a supplementary show to this that would have a video aspect to it or, or offering it on Patreon or something. We haven't quite ironed out all the odds and ends of it, but it is something that is in the works. So stay tuned. We'll try to get you any information once we can map out what that's going to look like. We might do like a competition. I don't know what kind of competition. Um, I don't know either. So that's jello fighting. the fun when I, I hear things like that. Jello fighting. <laughs> jello fighting. Not jello wrestling. <laughs> jello fighting. <laughs> jello kumite. <laughs> you won't even be able to reach my face. It'll be great. Yeah, it'll just be like being batted at by a cat. <laughs> All you have to do is put your hand on my forehead and I'm not going to be able to land any hits. my god i don't know what i always think a jello i want to do like a jello i just my neighbors can see into my yard if they're on their porch so are they cool do you I, care I if they're not well i you know my my next door neighbor she's an old lady so i don't know if she would want to see me naked in a pool of jello or not let's be perfectly honest she's probably seen it before <laughs> I, I feel like a lot of people like honestly it's not like people were any less horny back in the 50s or 40s or 30s i'm sure more old ladies have seen jello wrestling matches than you would think 
Very true. Well, we'll see. Hit us up in the replies if you're an old lady that's seen a Jello wrestling match. <laughs> we want to fucking know for real. Or if you've been in a Jello wrestling match. Yes, if you have been it. Actually, I would love to know. As has anybody been in like a I don't even know a sanctioned Jello wrestling match? Has anybody <laughs> won a Jello wrestling match? I'd be curious to find out. See, I just I feel like if I did any wrestling like that, I would break something. Oh, that's I'm I my, I foresee myself stepping, at least slipping and knocking myself unconscious. But I would do like slip and slide, like, like a I don't know. We could do well. I mean, maybe not we. us, but yeah, you know, <laughs> this might not be our brand. <laughs> I, I mean, talk. I can I can narrate it. I can support <laughs> you. I can give you the medal at the end. A jelly, uh, a jelly slip and slide. Ooh, a, a, I think you're just really into the idea of like doing something with Jello. I think that's an artistic uh, canvas that you wish to work in. I do want to do something with mayo, but I would just keep eating it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when you say I want to do something with mayo, it's just like there's just so many possibilities with that. Could I mean, just like, like if I like like a pull, up, like yes, but I would just keep eating the mayo. <laughs> What if that was like your number one selling video? <laughs> what if like did that open up the door and suddenly people are like, like you open it up and like you find out that the Mayo enthusiast community is like all these whales, like three thousand dollars on people because. Oh they my god, I should it. try it. Like I don't think I, I, I would literally just be like pulling like fistful of mayo and I would be eating it because I don't have fistful a of mayo. Mayo, yeah, a fistful, fistful of mayo. Of mayo. <laughs> I no, I mean that's the thing about those more like esoteric fetishes is since they're like not as common, like I'm sure that the people who want to see them would be paying more, right? True. I should do this. I agree. You should absolutely do this. And I'm not saying that for any other reason than I think I want. I just want you just to see. <laughs> also, I just kind of want to see what it looks like. Also, I want to kind of, you know, have an entire episode about it. <laughs> We will maybe do this. Stay tuned. Next question. Do either of you think mid-40s is too old to start an OnlyFans? No, I am. How old am I? 31 years old? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's no time to, there's, you know, like, like you can do whatever you want, whatever you want. You know, sexuality is a big and complex field and there's all kinds of new things to try out there. And maybe you want to try OnlyFans. Maybe it works for you and it fulfills you and that's awesome. Maybe it doesn't. And then you just don't do it. I know even older. I know women in their like 60s that do more mature women. Yeah. And it it does well. Like it's not 40. It's not old. No, God, no. I'm 37. If 40 is fucking old, then I'm (laughs) like, it's like, like I am. Listen, like real talk. I'm going to be on OnlyFans like probably within three to five years. Like, (laughs) Like I foresee that happening. Just that's where my, that's where things are going. But like uh, there's the idea that there, I think the idea that there's a cutoff age of sexuality or or being sexy is such like an outdated patriarchal concept when nowadays it's like, like a lot of people, like I'll be perfectly honest. Like, I don't really think you start to understand yourself as a human being until you get into your like like late twenties to early thirties. Mm-hmm. I think I think that once you crest over to where you're closer to thirty than twenty, you start to do a lot of like introspection about what that means, and then the entirety of your thirties is basically trying to figure out who you are. It's no longer trying to 
prove yourself to people. It's more like, wh- who am I? Like, what is this for the rest of my life? Because this is the rest of my life now. You know, your 20s are kind of like a fuck around and find out decade. Yeah. <laughs> but your 30s, you know, the late 20s, like post 25, especially 27, 20, 29, leading through your 30s are very much a, a pivot moment, or at least they was, it was for me, where you start to get really like, okay, well, what makes me happy? And if the idea of doing OnlyFans and exploring your sexuality makes you happy uh you should do it and and but i will say this and this has nothing to do with age but i and i'm not i am not a sex worker but i've talked to i know a lot of sex workers and i've talked to a lot of people who are in it and i just think it's really important to remember that it's always best to get into these things first and foremost for your own pleasure do it because Uh you want to do it and you want to try it don't do it expecting to be able to pay your fucking car off at first. Do it because you want to see what it's like and you want to see if there's something there for you. And yeah, maybe you get the financial benefit from it. Um, that stuff doesn't happen all uh, overnight all the time either. So just be aware of that. And again, nothing to do with age, just across the board. Go in with the expectation of it being fulfilling to you on a personal level and financially fulfilling on a secondary level. That's, I think, the healthiest way to do it as an outsider. Yes, I I agree. Um you know, uh, you will not become rich overnight. It 99% of people do not, even if you do have a following and you get a hit for a few months, it's work to keep that money up. Um, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. So, you know, just don't go into it thinking that, you know, you're going to make big money right away. You can make really good money with it. You got to put in the time. You got to put in the time. I, I get a lot of people and they, they want to put they want to put three months in and be making you know fifty sixty thousand. You got to put in this some time, but if you put in some time, it is realistic. But you got you got to be able to put in some time, and that might not be for you. But yeah, forty your age doesn't matter. Yeah, the age doesn't matter at all. But I also think that's why it's healthy to approach the financial benefits as a secondary benefit. You know, I, I don't think anybody I, I think that anybody who cracks the piggy bank jar, so to speak, on on doing OnlyFans specifically to make money is probably not going to have the most fulfilling experience and probably not the most longevity. But I think that if you go in it with the desire, of I want to do something for myself. I want to get myself out there. I want to experiment with my sexuality and interact with people and have responses to that. And you set that as your foundational start point as opposed to any financial gain. There is no way to not do well. You know, you're going to do well no matter what if your primary focus is just this is something cool to try. I started it to make money. (laughs) Well, see, what happened was I quit my job at the end of February 2020. Now, what do you all think happened? Mm -hmm. February? February? The end of February 2020. And guess what? Guess what quickly happened? I wasn't getting no unemployment. I quit my fucking job. That is the Hey Guido like <laughs> method. I was like, time to get fucking naked, man. Yeah. Fuck. Well, but I mean, at the same time, though, I the way that you do OnlyFans is very different from how other people do it. And I feel like that you put a lot of um, your comedic personality into it. And I think that yeah, as well as being serious. But I think mm-hmm. that you have found a way to find personal fulfillment in it that extends beyond whatever financial benefits you've been getting. I think that your experiment, I mean, you don't, you don't dress up as Marge Simpson if, you know, there's not something there to sort of get, you know, for you. Like, you do that because you think it's funny. You think it's interesting. You think uh, it's that incredible. video is done actually very well. Not as well. Uh, Shrek didn't do as well. But Marge, a lot of people were digging the Marge. <laughs> you might have to go back to Marge again. You might have to do Marge, too. 
It was so much work getting my skin that yellow. I don't know if I could. How long did it take off? How long did oh, it take to take it off? Uh, to take it off? Well, that paint actually in the shower washed right off. Uh, oh. The one I, I used a different brand for Fiona and it went on a lot. It did not take nearly as long to cover myself going on. I was still green like four days later. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and I'm sure you were green in all the worst places to be green, too. So it was like a trade-off. Like, at the fucking, the yellow, I had to keep applying layers, and it took me, like, two hours to, yeah. and I didn't do my whole body. I just did, like, down to, like, under my tits, and it was, like, two hours to keep applying, besides my face makeup, just my body. And, you know, but the Fiona, it just, I, I really just needed, like, one coat, and so it was a trade-off. It's, like, either it comes right off, or you're going to spend hours putting it on, but honestly, I probably would just spend hours putting it on. Yeah, I think, I think the, uh, I do have to say that um, the post-nut clarity of when you look down and just realize you're going to be green for four days, is like, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> I've done horrible. it again. It yeah. was horrible. All right, uh, you're This one's for Christina as a I fellow. I have to pee. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take you with. We'll cut this out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I left you on the table. No, I understand. No, I it's the journey. I'm happy to be a part. <laughs> Why did I bring you with me? My favorite part is that I just brought you with me. I could have left you. In no, it's okay. It was, it was it was an adventure. It was the most <laughs> I've gotten out in a long time. <laughs> oh, okay, your third. All right. This one's for Christina. As a fellow weed enthusiast, do you prefer extract cartridges or dry herb? Uh, when I was younger, I used to prefer dry herb, but the apartment complex I live in makes that a little hard to burn. So I tend to use vape cartridges. Which also, uh, I've only gotten the vape cartridges after getting my medical card and compared to the dry herb that I was smoking before I had my card, which is like trash, you know, high school weed. Uh, it's, it's a lot more potent, but I, I tend, my usual uh, regimen is uh, usually uh, vape cartridge and edibles. That's when I tend to, to go towards. I can't, see, I hallucinate. That's fine. I mean, I mean, it's not fine, but I mean, people have like very like I'm not one of those people that's like weed's the best thing you can put in your body. Don't worry about it. You should just smoke up. It's like, nah, you know, people are complex. They have complex reactions and stuff. Uh, I, like I can't drink um brown liquor. Like if I drink like a bourbon or a whiskey, I get like I don't oh, even either. get drunk. I don't oh, even I get, get drunk. I just get like a massive headache. I get wasted. Oh, you do? See, I get fucking wasted on rum. Rum fucks me up. But like whiskey, I don't even get buzzed. I just it, like my body is just like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> what are you doing to me? Now, my my silver bullet liquor is gin where I get really fucking wasted on gin, but I tend not to get hangovers on it for some reason. I it just tastes see, like I, shit, which is what sucks. I drink tequila on the rocks, so. <laughs> you are living dangerously. I, I, I'm not sure about that. I just I'd I'd be like nonstop sweating twenty four by seven if I did that, but uh, yeah I mean like yeah everybody's different so I'm not one of those people that's like oh you're having a bad day smoke weed nah everybody's different but like I weed can do was the Delta eight I can do but I can't so they gave me a, they were they gave me a fucking edible and they're like yeah you know you'll be fine it's just Delta eight no shit I will never nope I saw God I think. <laughs> hey. <laughs> 
Was he, was he like, was was he surprised to see you? Did he wave? <laughs> I was just like squinting my eyes, curled up in my bed, like, go to sleep, go to sleep. And, not, and I mean, that's the thing. People have very different reactions on stuff like that. So, but for me, like it was, it was hugely beneficial. It like weed helps massively tone down the volume in my head. So it, I'm it, like way more fucking annoying off of it. It makes me have voice. Like I, my friend, we're not friends anymore. Recent <laughs> 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 friendship ending um, over the summer or before the summer started, we try, I, you know, this is the first time I smoked actual like not delta eight like actual weed and probably like a year and a half two years and i was like all right i'm gonna try it again and you will watch me whatever and like at first i was i was okay until i was not okay and then i started screaming and i was like stop (laughs) his poor like mom is like 70 and i i I, she's like in the house and i run in the house and i'm like just make it stop stop please stop and i go and sit on the floor in front of her i don't know why and i decided i wanted to sit right there and i look at her and i'm like i'm gonna poop (laughs) (laughs) wow You didn't just have like a bad high. You had like the kind of high that Dare told everybody everybody gets. <laughs> like you, you, you are the you are the like level of stoned that they made that cartoon with the Ninja Turtles in it about. Like, like that is. I mean, I'm sorry that you went through that, but holy shit, you definitely went on a bit of a roller coaster there, huh? She was trying to convince me I wasn't gonna die. I was like, but I'm gonna have to shit, and she was like, that's okay. And I'm like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> well i mean i can definitely see why maybe you pumped the brakes on smoking weed after that i didn't it happens really ever... every time <laughs> oh see the first for me like i went a very long time without smoking weed uh and then i got my medical card so i went from like zero to like government you know crop <laughs> weed and i remember uh so i took uh, i i was i took a hit of the hit of the I did that right so I took another hit at the vape and I was like yeah I think that's all right and then I was like one more for safety and then like yeah and then like the only (laughs) thing I remember next is I remember sitting on a chair in my living room eating a fucking cliff bar and I was like I did not know cliff bars have so much texture (laughs) I was just like I was like did you know the granola like I wasn't even like I was like wow there's like granola has shapes and and healings I wish I could have those experiences I get like a light buzz on Delta 8 like I don't get fully high there was a handful of times in college and it was with that same friend and that's why after years of giving it up and not doing it I was like okay he seemed to be able to keep me calm during this because a couple of times we had done it in college he was the only one that ever could keep me calm but then you know when we were drawing and he's like just draw and he was keeping me calm and then all of a sudden I was like I can't do this help no <laughs> it's it, you know like some people have very strong reactive personalities to weed and it's just you gotta be a good buddy for that i use i use weed for art myself but i understand why it could be very overwhelming um i, I also just smoke straight sativa like I, I just i smoke like the shit that like revs you the fucking most up which you know explains a lot of my personality but i'm not, <laughs> one, of, I'm not one of those people that's like oh you can't smoke weed uh, it's like uh, people are caught i mean everybody's got shit that works and doesn't work you got a favorite drink you got a drink that you can't drink anymore. 90% of us, that's going to be Jägermeister, but it may not be. Um, oh, shit. But, like, everybody's different, so weed's no different than that. Smoke what makes you happy. But, yeah, mainly, I mean, just to wrap up here, mainly I just uh, smoke cartridges and eat edibles. Let's do a Jäger bomb together and see what happens to us. <sighs> Man, <laughs> my stomach just, like, cramped up at the thought of that. <laughs> 
because I did a lot of Jaeger bombs in my 20s. I, I mean, did too. Oh my God, I did so many Jaeger bombs in my 20s. Oh, so many. I, and I don't even like the flavor of black no. licorice. I fucking hate black licorice, but I'm like, hey, get you drunk super fast. Yeah, and it fucks you up for two days. Yeah, I, I fucking rough. Um, so, okay, I got one that says, hey, Guido, were you assigned female at birth? I was assigned a lizard man at birth. We've already covered this. We, 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 she, you know, they looked at the generals and they said, that's lizard. They said, that is a fucking lizard. There's fucking scales, scales, scales. Yeah. It's, yeah. All the scales, the tail. I'm beginning to think this baby might be a lizard. Yeah, that's exactly. They looked and they were like, lizard. I just flew out of there the way I flew out of my mom's vagina. You flew and like you hissed and then you crawled up the wall and they had to get you down from the corner with a broom. They were like, it is a fucking lizard. Get it. <laughs> Somebody in like the uh, the clinical room at the hospital is like, oh, my God, I finally get to use the lizard farm. Do you plan on ever having guests? Yes, we do. We yes. will let you know. Like, we do have some ideas. Um, and if you're listening to this and you're cool and you think you'd make a good guess, I don't know. If you know us, you can reach out if you want. We may not respond. <laughs> I'm not being mean. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, if you guys have suggestions, I we might not take them. I don't. It just it comes down to like, do we think you know? Or, it's about know, a it's good. Hard. It's about a good yeah, vibe. vibe. Like, yeah. Like the, I think that uh, you and I have a very good. Li- like, we were kind of surprised at how good like our back and forth is. We have a lot of good chemistry on here and the constant you know this show you kind of like it, it, it there's nothing planned on this so if, it, it's all about finding somebody that can match that kind of energy and level mm-hmm. um but yeah the, i mean planning on it we would like to it's definitely something that's in the cards at some point exactly it's hard to get someone to vibe with the lizard man it's so hard <laughs> but but it, to be fair after we let you sit on your warming rock for about 30 minutes you're a lot nicer <laughs> i am um as someone who is married doing only fans when you're doing collabs how do you approach those discussions about resetting boundaries um i'm not sure like do they mean like resetting boundaries in my marriage what do you think they yeah. mean by that uh, I'm not really sure. It kind of sounds like that they're saying, mm, or maybe I, with I, the so. Okay, if you're talking about like in my mirror. Oh, what is? Oh, I think what it is is they're talking about with who you collaborate with. How do you not get feelings? Oh, um, how do you purchase? Okay, um, I okay. So a lot of people think that I am like polyamorous, but I'm not. And then when I say I'm not polyamorous, people are like, "That doesn't make any sense." Yes, you are. And I'm like, "No, not." Um, but. So I don't, you know, it, this might break the fantasy for some of y'all. I don't have feelings for people I work with. Um, it's just work. When we, when we stop working, like we're not texting each other. Like I miss you. There's none of that like happening. And, you know, I get like a lot of people, they'll, they'll, they'll message me. They'll DM me. They'll be like, did you guys just like fuck a few times off the camera? Like, no, we didn't. Like it, it really is just like work. So um but yeah. so that's that's that and then also like when it comes to like if it's if you mean boundaries or, like what my husband's comfortable with so we have like in-depth discussions before you know uh not really so anymore like with people that I've already collabed with but like we have had discussions about what he's comfortable with what I'm comfortable with 
he has veto power. If something makes him uncomfortable, I won't do it. Um, and both of our comfort levels have grown as I've done this more. I mean, at first, neither of us were comfortable with me working with somebody else at all. And, you know, just it just uh you have to respect i mean i guess some people might disagree i respect the boundaries that my husband also relays and what he is comfortable and not comfortable with i don't think there's anything about that that doesn't make sense you know i'm not i'm not married but as i've mentioned you know i've been on a shoot with uh, a sex worker that i was dating and i again i we did talk about this i think on one episode but like the it is very much like hey we have to wake up at eight so I can get put together so we can do the shoot at 11 and then we'll go out to dinner after like that, like <laughs> just us, like, like, that's what it was like. It was very, like, it was very, like, uh, we'll wake up, get ready. The shoot takes like four hours or so. Uh-huh. We would, you know, you take a nap after you just chill and then go to dinner and have like basically a regular ass night. It, it, like, it's weird. I think people have like, I think one of the things that's like kind of fucked up in society is that people have put um, uh, so much ownership over the idea of, of sexual uh, sexuality, intimacy or stuff like that of other people like those, the ownership of I've had sex with this person. So this person is like this to me. And it's like, yeah, I mean, that's true. But at the same time, um, being attracted to somebody and, and having sex with somebody, you know, those are two different things. And, and professionally, like anybody that works within sex work, there's, you know, give and take to that. So I, it's actually very common for, I, like I, I've said this before, I think people would be genuinely shocked at the mundanity of it. I mean, Christina watched me fuck their partner. So <laughs> I did. Did, <laughs> and, did you want to fight me, Christina? No, I, I was drawing. I think I was drawing when it was happening. You were. <laughs> <laughs> or helping with the cameras. Yeah. Or, or I did hold the camera a bit. But like, yeah, I was just drawing. Like, I was just like, like it, it, it was a thing, you know, I, I helped where I could. And then when you two had it under control, there you go. Yeah. And there's no I bad mean, vibes. My husband wouldn't want to like, okay, so if it's like, if it is me and a feminine person, like, he is into like that. So like, he would watch that, but he would never like be into watching me and another man. So okay. like, you know, he doesn't want to, he's not going to hold the camera for that. He's not going to be involved in that. He's not going to be there for that. Um, and, and that's just, you know, something. Boundaries are a real thing. And you don't get to the level of success you've had without having a lot of conversations about boundaries with a lot of people. And I think the fact that you have been so successful through your collaboration shows that you've done the work. And I think that a lot of people kind of see this as being more haphazard than it is. But sex work at the level that you do it, at the success level that you do it as, is a real job. And that means a lot of communication with a lot of different people. And, and that's like the major thing is open communication is what solves all those problems. That's, that's what prevents anything weird from happening afterwards or beforehand. It's just communication is what's most important. Exactly. um i like that christina is using her name on the podcast you're welcome but i recall she doesn't like people not close to her to use her name on twitter is this something you would like you would be okay to go into a little bit uh i mean it's simply a multitude of different reasons uh so when i'm on this podcast i'm having an intimate conversation with whoever is listening to me you know if you're listening to me on on headphones or um on your car stereo you know, it's me talking to you. So this is Christina talking to you. But when I go to a 17,000, almost 18,000 follower Twitter account, um, 
that's not always Christina. Like that's, 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 uh, that's that version of me that does get edited and does get filtered to a certain extent because I write out what I say and I, you know, take breaks between it. So it's not a constant conversation. Um, there's other factors as well. You know, I'm an openly trans woman in 2022. Having my name proliferated a lot beyond my control is a legitimate danger. And Twitter is a huge platform where it's very easy to get the attention of people and have that sort of become problematic really fast, as we've been seeing in the news. But even beyond that, I think for me, you know, being trans, names are really fucking special. Uh, I think that's something that cis people don't always think about. You know, when I chose my name, um, I chose that. That's my name. You know, that that's not something that I was ever called by a teacher, and I've never been called it by my grandparents. So the people that do have access to that name are people that do have privilege, do have a special closeness to me. Um, and it's not something that I always share with everybody. So on Twitter, most people refer to me as misgender or GDG or MG. Those are all cool. Uh, I do have people on Twitter that call me Christina. They tend to actually know me or, or have like a close, you know, conversational relationship with me. And some people call me C and those are people that are like at the top tier of that. And uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of different reasons, but I would say that the most important for me personally is that there is there's power in names for trans people. So it's something that kind of gets protected like a like a little candle light in the dark sometimes. That's a good response. So you prefer so okay, so C is more um you prefer less people call you C. I know you don't want like the general public to call you either, but C is more yeah, well, like you like Christina. you yeah, you well, yeah, me. But yeah. I mean, like, so it's C is more like special to you than Christina. C is like, you know me, like you oh. have been in a car with me or something or, or like, you know, me very closely, like, or, or we've, you know, done shots together or something like that. Uh -huh. um, Christina, because I, I see a lot of people, I think, call you C. I see a lot of people put C, but maybe they're yeah. because they, and... you know, want them to say Christina. Yeah, no, but uh, that's, yeah, like, I don't know. I know that sounds counterproductive mm -hmm. in a weird way, but it's just, it's, you know, I worked hard to be Christina. So mm -hmm. to even shorten that to something else and not have that sit there as a, I, I, that like sits as a, as a solid thing and mm -hmm. to give leeway to it to be not Christina is even powerful in its own way. So people that are closer to me that they have that pet name for me, which is that just singular letter for it, because I don't need to define myself as that whole person to them. It's a very complex thing and it, it may not necessarily make sense as I'm explaining it, but it's something that I think it does. A, it's a very comfort level driven thing. That's the only way I can really make it make sense. No, it makes perfect sense. I just thought it was important to maybe clarify because I do see a lot of people calling you C and I wasn't aware that C was like more close knit, but I thought if it is, then, you know, you should, you should voice that. Cause I think a lot of people say C because they don't yeah. want to say Christina, but I've, I've talked about it a bit on Twitter, uh, but hopefully this gives a little bit more clarity. If it doesn't make sense. It makes sense. Yeah, but if it doesn't, it also doesn't matter because it's it's what makes sense to me, you know. And that's kind of the thing. It's not meant to be difficult. It's just that's that's how I navigate things. Yeah, y'all heard her. So respect respect what she just said. And if you're respect. using C and you don't know her that well, then stop using it. Yeah, and if you you know push me on that, I'm going to send my <laughs> podcast <laughs> co-host after you. 
lizard man is coming um you know uh i i know that some people when it comes to me i don't care if you guys call me michelle um i think some people think that i don't want you to because i don't have my first name on twitter the only reason i don't have my first name on twitter is because sometimes i say really explicit things or post really explicit photos and when you google me i just don't want that to pop up so i don't care if you guys you know call me michelle that's just that that's the reason why i only put guido is so when you google my full name you're not getting my like thirst trap just your absolute (laughs) green crevices (laughs) exactly (laughs) um was it my turn or your turn it's your turn okay drinking Uh, going during this was a good idea it was uh do you both have cocks uh no neither of us do (laughs) i have a lizard Mm. hole it's yeah you have a cloaca (laughs) It's all, all the stuff goes out and all the stuff goes in, baby. I have third hole. I have a nondescript nub like a Barbie doll. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, I I I have the mental impression of genitals. Oh fuck! I'm fucking a, a nub. Would you like to get nubbed down? I yeah, I think I I would be interested in seeing what a nub down is. Oh, I can. Uh, don't worry about that. We can take this podcast to the next level. How do two nubbies nub together? Well, it's kind of like um, when you rub two balloons together and they stick together. <laughs> <laughs> and they also make your hair, you know, like charge up. Like that. How do you pee out of your nub? Oh, it just comes out of my eyes. Okay. That's what I thought, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people like to judge, but they have never experienced a nub job. Is there a butthole or no? Oh, there's a butthole. I'm not, you know, some kind of freak. Okay, just as long as we know that you're not a freak of nature. Right, no, no, I've got a butthole on one side. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You pee out your eyes and get out your asshole like a normal fucking person. Right, and the front is just a flesh-colored dome that pulsates (laughs) faintly. (laughs) Does it match the rest of your skin, or is it just a very, like, fair, Barbie-colored... No, what's actually weird about it is it's just bright purple and it glows from the inside. <laughs> it's like, it looks like a Christmas light. You really should start in OnlyFans. I think people want to get on the snub. I, oh, I know people want to get on the snub. I've seen my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a lot more DMs, I think, after I've, had, you know, let the world know that I am actually a lizard man. I think that might, oh, you do understand you're going to have to wear a fucking dinosaur costume by the end of the year, right? You know, I give good head because my tongue is like long and it just wraps around and then I rip their fucking penis off. Yeah, and then you just open up your frills and shoot venom into their eyes. (laughs) I can murder you during sex if you piss me off. That's right. That's why it's always uh, important for foreplay and gentility to be involved with a lizard person. Would you have sex with someone in a lizard costume? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) What's the only question? (laughs) (laughs) i ain't no square in the woods yeah oh okay wait no are you this is you pre-gaming for your bigfoot costume well that yeah but we're lizards oh see that's what it could be you could dress up as bigfoot and i could dress up as the lizard but i'm the lizard man oh that's right see now i am uh this is getting too complicated there's too many too many lizards in the mix no, only one me. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm I'm like a little living mushroom. I'm, I'm like Toad from Mario Kart. To- I really like mushrooms though, and like if you dress as a mushroom, I'd try to eat the costume. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're just selling me on the idea more and more. Um <laughs> you're making yeah, I mean I'm only seeing green flags over here. <laughs> like, do you like mushrooms? Mushroom pizza? Yes. I lo- I do like mushrooms actually. I like I I like uh, savory mushrooms. Like I like when they're when you can really like when they do cool stuff with the mushrooms. Man, I'm like fucking two beers in and talking like when they do cool <laughs> stuff with the mushrooms. Mm. Why well, you listen to this sober and I'm like I can't use any. Yeah, you're you're just gonna be like, oh, that was a lost episode. Deleted. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie I, doodle. Maybe I should just keep in the part where I'll just go piss in the middle of the episode. Yeah. You should. No, don't. But maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. It has uh, the most replays out of any episode. Oh, and it's just. Up. And when you look at the analytics, it's just that one section. <laughs> and it spikes up like like massively high on the listener chart. Does Christina ever do commissioned works of art for people or for tattoos or anything like that? I do. But uh, because of the level of art that I'm working at and because of the amount of time that I put into big projects, um, it's not as open as it used to be. I I tend to really only commit to big projects right now that I have like a significant amount of time to work on. I mean, I'm always down to work with anybody. So like when it comes to tattoos and stuff like that, I mean, especially a tattoo, uh, which I would be so honored if somebody was to get my work tattooed on them. um, Definitely DM me. Let me know. We can figure something out. I can't really guarantee like a very strong turnaround time on stuff right now because I do a lot of planning for my art and I do a lot of experimentation to make things work. So there is uh, don't expect like a three day back to you, but I, I definitely, you know, I definitely am like uh, in a place where I'm taking commissions on specialized cases. The project has to just sort of be right for it. But if you do have something like that, DM me and I'll be happy to discuss it with you. Good answer. <laughs> Thank you. Thank um, you. It's a very, that was a very good answer. Is it okay to use Netflix again? My comfort shows are on there. Uh, I think that this is a good question, and I think it's also not an easy question to answer. So I'll offer my, what I'm doing. I'm not subscribed to Netflix, but, and I, and I did unsubscribe for Netflix uh, with all of the controversy that happened a couple of months ago uh, with their horrible treatment of um, trans uh, staff and 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 platforming content that was actively transphobic uh but like i also still have a spotify account because the way that my adhd works is i listen to music a lot and i have all these playlists and i I know that i it'd be very hard for me to go through and rebuild all this music from scratch so it's a concession that i have to make um even though spotify platforms things that aren't that great when it comes to this kind of stuff you have to figure out what is the right balance between you supporting the beliefs that you personally hold true while also assuring that you have access to the things that comfort you in a very stressful time in, in human history. It's not simple. Uh, in, it may be a case of, Hey, you can always burn through um, 
free trials. You know, I, I, I think that you can do that, you know, because they're not getting any financial gain from it. Do that if you want. Um, but it's hard to answer in a simple way because uh, by all means, you know, I, I, I protest Netflix with by not having a sub- subscription to it. But I also don't judge anybody that does because I understand those things are complex. I've chosen to make that protest. And I think that boycotting, boycotting, I kind of, I kind of went you there for a second. <laughs> uh, boycotting. Um, boycotting is effective. Boycotting is necessary. Boycotting only also works in the moment when everybody's doing it. And I think, unfortunately, with the way these things ebb and flow... We're not necessarily you not being on Netflix is not going to damage them right now, but you have to find, you have to find a place where like, are you comfortable with being signed up for that? And if you are, that's fine. You know, like I'm sure there are other ways that you show your support. Just be aware of that. That's what I'm at. I I won't resub for Netflix, not only because of their history of transphobic uh, enabling, but also I kind of think Netflix's catalog kind of sucks. So that's just me as a movie buff. I'm not like somebody that watches a lot of shows. So like I, if I have a subscription to a streaming service, it's because of the movie catalog and I just don't think Netflix is that good. But I think that, you know, everybody's got to have that conversation with themselves in terms of what they want to support and how they want to support it. And if you feel like that Netflix is what will provide you comfort in terms of comfort shows, I get that. Maybe consider other means to support trans people then if what is on your mind is that transphobia pay it forward in some other way there's plenty of ways to do good and, and to help trans people out and to tamp down transphobia um i don't expect anyone to give up everything you know uh every comfort uh, that's not realistic and i also think that in relation to the conversation of mental health that we started with you know people need comfort shows so i i you know if that's what keeps you safe and happy, I can't really fault you for that, basically, is what I'm saying. I think that's a good answer. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I think that may run us through most of these. You want to go ahead and call it? Yeah, I'm drunk now. <laughs> All right, and I'm going to get more drunk. <laughs> so, my lizard compatriot. My where- lizard page is um, yeah, where, where can they find you? Where can they find all of your scales and hisses? It is Hey Guido. That's two Y's, like saying Hey, hey Guido. A T Y Y G U I D O. Where can they find you, my Barbie friend? <laughs> well, you can find me on NubHub. No, <laughs> um, I, <laughs> uh, I'm Christina. You can find me at Girl Draws Ghosts on Twitter. Uh, I don't check Instagram. Thank you for supporting my Patreon. Yes, subscribe to the Patreon, guys. Yes, I'm working on multiple different projects right now, but I will have some cool stuff coming out. I've got a script finished, so I'm hyped to get into that. Uh, So uh, it was good talking to you. It was fun answering these questions, uh, even as bizarre as some of them are. We got some very good topics covered here, mental health, uh, boundaries, uh, lizard people. I think we did a pretty good job. Yes, I I am very happy that I got to sp- speak for the lizard people community today, and I hope <laughs> you really, you really, you really are. Uh, you you spoke up, and I appreciate that. Yes, thank you, thank you. It was hard to do, but someone had to do it. Uh- <laughs> well, I wish you all the best of luck at Jurassic Park. <laughs> 
I wish you all the best of luck at your next doll meeting. At my doll meeting. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's called the Barbie Dream House. Hello. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm not up to date with the Barbie lingo. It's just that's just the name of the chat room. All right, so we're gonna call it a night here. It's so good talking to you, and we will catch up with the rest of you later. Bye. Bye.